Sophisticated. Ratchet. It's your girl, B. Reed, the motherfucking writer. And it's your girl, Negra. We're nothing and no one is safe. Sophisticated Ratchet. <laughs> and we're back. Yo, what's up, guys? What's up? We miss you guys. Definitely did. It's been like an awesome week. At least you had an awesome week. It's been a long, you know what? I had a long ass weekend that turned into a long ass week. Ooh, tell me, sis. What but happened? you know what? I'm like, I'm I'm still excited about life, you know? Okay. No, but you know what? Uh, one job ended for me and a relationship as well. Like, yeah, so like, I'm not jobless, but I'm definitely single. Like, super single now. Like, you know, you're not sure single, mm-hmm. but no, like, it's, like, official, like, like super really single. single. Like, single, single. Like, like extra single? Like, dollar bill single. Oh, you single as a dollar bill. Yeah, like, that shit you was- You summertime single. It was ripped. I had to put it put it back together with spit. <laughs> yeah. Wait, are you summertime single, though? Because that's summertime different from single. single. Then you're not really single. No, no. Oh, yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. No, but I'm like more summertime single, like ready to mingle single. Like, yeah, Ooh. I'm like single out there. I think you need some new action, Because I said that like that fake singles when like you bouncing back and forth and you're not sure and it's not over and you don't want to play with nobody else. But like, nah, I'm free. As a free. Master set me free. You and I must never <laughs> part. And then, what, what happens after that? I always fuck up a song. Oh my God! <laughs> we must bring salvation back. Where there's love, I'll be there. Is that I'll what you're singing? There, yes, I'll be there. But I won't be, so don't check for me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, shit, that's fucked up. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> that's so cool. Well, I had an exciting week. Awesome for you. Yeah, my book actually reached two hundred thousand reads. That's dope. That's super dope. I know. I'm like super pumped out. I'm working on a hard copy. Got to get this shit out ASAP. Yes, and I changed the entire story so you bitches can't rob me. Go check that book out. Please. Mine, V Read. What? Wattpad. Right now. Less for weakness. But it was totally a awesome week. Um, Azalea B. Azalea B. Azalea B. Yeah. Azalea B. And Cardi B. Attacked each other. Both the Bs. <laughs> <laughs> so it was very interesting to see... Uh, Black it on was. black crime. Wait, is that black on, is that Latino? Is that brown and black crime? Is that is that even considered black and black crime? I guess it would be black on brown, but it wasn't even a crime. It was more like a girl fight. A little, little It was like a like a squirrel? Yeah, a, yeah, a, a quarrel. A quarrel. I don't know the right word. You know what fucked up. Okay. <laughs> Bitches be saying anything like, does that make does, does that make sense? At is least she right? checked though, because the <laughs> motherfucker be like, they write and keep going, like, yeah, I'm like, excuse me. Um that was wasn't it? Yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> but sus, they definitely got it on this week. It was a heated debate. The it words. was really heated. It was so heated. But I didn't pick sides. Um, I Neither think the most I. funny thing was when she said them cold score, the cold sore scars. I just couldn't get over that. I was like, yo, didn't 
Negra say that shit? Like, I did, but you know what? That was my biggest part for me. My shit was where she said um, she was lactating and basically. Oh my like, god, in the breast milk. Yeah. Oh, that was great. She was like, she's like, you're hot, sis. You're lactating. Yeah. Your face is red. You look like a mediocre light skinned girl. That shit hurt my she heart. She went off on her. She went off, but you know, uh, beyond this part of it, she made some very, very, very valid points, and you know, she was like just, what. You know, as far as them saying, um, she was questioning Cardi B's motive, you know, on, on what she's presenting and bringing to hip hop. And she was, you know, just spoke out on how she didn't claim to be um, black, more so being Latino. She claimed Latino over her blackness. And she was just stating how um, you down black girls and the, the, you know, you went on a, like she went on a show saying like, oh, I don't use condoms and, you know, HIV and AIDS is running Rampant and in these the African American, absolutely. So, what message are you trying to send mm-hmm. out to you know the hip hop community when mm-hmm. you have a lot of people when you're in the public's eye and a lot of times they say, oh, I don't want to be um, a role model, but you are a role model. You put yourself in this light. You are. And if you are going to send a message, what type of message are you sending out there? And I just want to quote Azalea on what she said, because she made a very bow- um, powerful statement. And she said, when I speak on anything, it is purely to open the discussion for people who may or may not be thinking the same things. Mm-hmm. The concept of me attacking other women is hard one to process because it's subjective and purely and analysis of what you see. When I ignite these these discussions surrounding black cultural affairs, it is to make sure that the things we are consuming and validating are acceptable and worthy of an inclusion in our culture, our psyche, and our lifestyles. Tie it into the women mistaken for miserable. So, like, I don't really think she's a miserable person mm-hmm. and she's not definitely out to bash women, you know, I just really feel like she she makes a valid point. Like, what message are you sending? And if you're not sending a positive message, then did, should you really have the backing that you have or should you really have the publicity or the exposure that you have, you know? And um, I think Cardi B's rebuttal was about Azalea's success. It's mm-hmm. not always about the money that you're making in this business. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because if you can only equate a monetary thing to your success, then what about your values? What about your soul? You know, what about your integrity? It's so much more to being successful and being rich than just having money. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, if I had to side with somebody, I'm going with Azalea on this one. But Cardi B, take a moment, have that baby, you know, regroup. Get your thoughts and yourself together. Get your team together and come out strong and positive and, and show, you know, show the world that you could do different. That's the best thing you could do is, is, you know, show your difference in your actions and not about what you say. Because sometimes a lot of times what we say come off totally wrong and misconcepted. But a lot of things that she says comes off like exactly how she says it. And I think she means it how she says it. Like, like no shade to her because we all know I love Cardi. But like, to be honest with you, she says a bunch of ignorant ass shit. Like, yeah. and before I actually loved her, I didn't like her because of that. And the only reason I fell in love with her is because my boyfriend, like, like let me know, like, babe, like, nah, she's real. Like, you know, like, mm-hmm. besides all of that, like, she has, she, it's, it's her. She's just being herself. Right. And like, I can't knock that because I'm myself. But it, it's you can, just, I'm not to cut you off, yeah. babe. You can like a person for who they are, but you don't necessarily have to like their um, antics. 
the things that they say or mm. do. I definitely you see don't. what I'm saying? I don't like you can it. like them as a person, as a whole, mm. an individual. Yeah, she's real. She's true to herself and who she is. But necessarily being true to herself isn't the best thing for her. No. You know, and if you can't elevate and grow in life and in business, mm-hmm. you're not going to go that far. No. You'll be a, in a stuck in a limited audience and you don't want that. No. And I definitely agree with you on that because, like, I feel like she, I feel like she tries to separate it, but, like, she can't Mm because she doesn't know the difference. Like, she doesn't know how to be Cardi and Bel, Bel, how do I say her name? Belkis. Belkis. Uh, um. Belkis. Yeah, so she doesn't know how to separate Cardi from Belkis. Like, a lot of us can separate ourselves from our personal identities. We definitely can separate ourselves from personal identities. So I feel like um, in this transition that we seen her, we see her. It, it does seem like a little bit of a, like a puppet mm-hmm. because like the antics that she has and all the stuff that she does and what she represents. Like the bigger picture, she represents somebody who made it. Yes, out of the uh, the struggle. Indeed. The Indeed. micro picture is that she was a stripper, and that now she's a rapper. So now, but beyond her being a, a stripper, no, she like, promotes prostitution. Yeah, I didn't even think about you that. know she she promotes um, unsafe sex. Yes, definitely. She promotes thotism. So many like, negative things that she promotes, and she no. tell these women out here and I, and not to tie Nikki into this, but that was one of my biggest things. Nikki always tell these women to go out and get your education. You know, stand for something. And that is true. She, she is telling you to go that. lay down, like you know, mm-hmm. like she's basically telling y'all to lay down your standards and just like you know, do whatever you can for money. And like I said, if you don't have your integrity, you're not winning. I'm At sorry. All. Which brings us to the topic of the day of black, bitter, and miserable. <sighs> so we decided to do this topic um, because. I, we, I, we just see a bunch of like just negative things going on on social media amongst the black community, and it's just really sad. Indeed. Um, it's black women against black men. It's black men against black women. Light it's skin against light dark skin. Against skin. Dark skin. Slim against fat. Fat against slim. Broke against rich. Rich yes. against poor. It's just separation. Like, just so nothing much but separation. division. Just... Very divided. Very divided. Like we have no unity at all and the the more we promote these negative images of us on social media and these car these caricatures of representing ourselves we kind of yes. look like the sambos and the mammies mm-hmm. and you know the the uncle toms the, of mm-hmm. everything Talk that they it. you know have like told us that we're supposed to not be but like we are supposed to be because that's what the white man has projected to us but now like look at us like the emasculation of black men the you know yes. the 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 independence of women and there's nothing wrong with women being independent but like that does separate us from being dependent on our men. Absolutely. Like we are no longer being taught to be a family. We're being taught to go to school, get a job and take care of yourself. We're not being taught to support our black men to, you know, take care of the house. Like, bro, I don't even know how to clean. Like, yeah. Or cook. And it's not like my mom didn't try to domesticate me. Right. It's just that I didn't want to do any of that. And my mom really tried. I and think here I am. Thing, I'm like the super homemaker. Super homemaker. <laughs> super homemaker. And I can't do absolutely nothing. And the crazy part about it is my mom sat me down and always had those talks with me and yes. saying, let a man be a man. Absolutely. You know, like allow a man to do man things. Like, you have to learn provider. how to let a man 
first of all, let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. When when Beyonce said who run the world girls, it, it is true. Okay. Um, we are the Greek the givers of life and we are not physically, but I'll say, um, I guess in a soulful sense, that we are much stronger than men are. And we can take on a lot much more than men. And with that being said, in the background, usually women are the backbone. And we are running things behind the True. scenes most of the time. Because True. we don't need, our ego doesn't need to, the limelight mm-hmm. of that. So, uh, so with that being said, you do run the show, ladies, but you have to learn how to allow your man to be a man without destroying his ego and breaking his pride. Because you have to understand that's that's all men have at the end of the day. They're very, very prideful. They're big on their pride and their mm-hmm. ego. Okay, and if you make them feel less than a man, then you're going to get less than a man. Very true. Which is why, you know, you you'll have your man come home from work where he's treated like less than a man and now he comes home to you where he's supposed to feel like a man and feel home and he's not being treated. You know what, like sis? I'm glad you said that because one of the bros was going through it and he said some shit about... Um, he was basically about to step out and be a thought to something. I was like, I ain't trying to hear that shit. And, you know, me, I called him and I chopped it up and I'm like, mm-hmm. it was really going on. Like, you know, and he was just saying that, like, you know, his, his girl wants to be a housewife, mm-hmm. but she doesn't do all the things that a housewife entails. But yet she wants him to provide for her. Mm-hmm. Why do you feel that it's okay for this man to provide for you and do everything for you and bring home the bacon, but you not cooking the bacon? You ain't cleaning yeah, the house? No, I don't agree with that. The kitchen ain't clean for the bacon to be brought in so you can't like where where do you meet him and have like y'all want y'all want these things in the soul and i'm not saying there's anything because we shouted out homemakers before there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with being a homemaker but if you're not making the home okay why do you feel like it's okay for this man to lazy. provide as hell <laughs> and then you want to complain to this man and say you're not happy and this is not happening and like you're overworking this man and like he's working double time to like no i'm sorry you can't do that if you, by all means, if you want to be a homemaker, make the home, okay? It's no reason why this man is working a 12 or 15 hour shift and he's coming home and dinner's not cooked, the house is not clean. That makes no sense. You know, food is not like it, laundry. Why, why is this man doing laundry if you're the homemaker? I'm telling you, listen, I got a real man. So I want to say this because when I met him, I definitely wasn't a real woman. So I ain't know none of the shit that you talking about right now. Okay. I didn't support none of the shit you talking about now. I'm like, what do you mean cook? I know we used to argue about these things. Um, you're bugging. (laughs) Like, I like to work. I'm good at working. Like, I'm really good at that. And there's nothing wrong with that. (laughs) But like, I get where you're coming from because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if I work. Like, I'm still a woman. And like, yes, I'm I'm fortunate that I have a man that takes care of himself, Mm -hmm. regardless if he has a woman or not. But, you know, I also need to still do that part because what happens when I have children? Like, who's going to take care of my kids? Who's going to feed them little rugrats? Right. Like, you think McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, that shit's going to be like, I'm going to feed them? I don't even eat that shit, so I'm not feeding my kids Yeah, because that's what these girls are out here doing, I'm telling you. I don't even eat half the stuff that regular people eat. You know, I don't either. No, so it's like, it's going to be expensive, so like, I got to cook, or... I'm be going to a vegan place all the time to feed my kids. Like, <laughs> like where I need to, and you know how much vegan restaurants are. Mm, nobody got time for that. Exactly. That's too much money. Like, so I definitely think like if you are going to not work, 
you need to take care of the home. Absolutely. Or you need to get a fucking job. Go to school. Something. Like, something. She could, you know, something you productive to towards the relationship. And my thing is this. He's okay with her being a housewife, but he's telling her, like, listen, at this moment in time, we're not where we need to be for you to be that. Like, so yeah. I need you to, like, can we work together? Can we grind now, hustle hard now? Exactly. So I can, So when I am at that place that I can be, so we're comfortable enough, you can be the housewife and the homemaker. But you're not even trying to work with him so you can get to that point. Yeah. You have to put the work, put the work in the get job. Get the job done. Put the work in the, the job. The job gets the done. Job gets done. Like, yes, so you have to put that work in. You can't. It's not going to happen. No. It definitely not. Not with like, and I'm just being honest with you, all facts, sis is lazy as fuck. Sis don't want to do nothing. At I don't all. even know her personally. I don't but know. But just by like you telling me this, right. it lets me know her characteristics, which lets me know she's a lazy ass motherfucker. Like, Clearly. And that's the exact advice I gave him. It yeah, sounds like, like she's lazy. Like, sounds tell like she's you lazy. know, exactly. Communicate. And Communicate. I told her, get, get her on the program and get with the program. Listen. And if, if she's not getting with the program, a, you got to go. If your man is a real man, he going to tell you to get with the program. Because multiple times, my man done checked me. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Yes. You better be able to ch- check your significant other. And that's the thing. A lot of times in these problems, you... People are so miserable in, in life and relationships because they'll go outside of their relationship seeking um, advice or talking to somebody else about their problems, but they won't talk to the very person that they have the problem with. Oh. Ooh. Did you not just So now you getting all this outside advice that's filling your head with things that might not be so good or be, you know, or have your best interests at heart. So now, and now you're even further causing an even more deeper problem in mm-hmm. your situation because you fail to communicate how you, what you need, want in the first place. Like, and nine to the 10, you're going to end up texting somebody else because that's always happens. When you feel like you are not in your significant other aren't communicating, you always end up talking to somebody else. But a lot of times they don't even be trying to communicate. This is what I'm saying. Like you really have to be open. If you can't, like I said, if you can't be open with your partner about what you need, you expect and you require, you're not being honest with yourself. And it's never going to work. Never going to work. If you can't open up and be honest with your partner and communicate with them exactly what you need and what you respect, what you expect and require from them. It ain't going to work out. So move on, sis. Move on, bro. Move on. (laughs) So moving right along. But- Back to the bitterness topic, you know, shout out to the baby mamas who think that it is okay to separate. This goes out to all my baby mamas and uh, uh, to you. Is that how it went? That is Fantasia. I don't really know that song like that because I'm not a baby mother, so I didn't really sing that song enthusiastically. But I didn't know that part. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Shout out to the baby mothers because you guys... Um, are very interesting. And I'm not talking about all baby moms. I'm just talking about the baby mother who feels it's okay to keep the kid away from the baby daddy because you are not together. Let me tell you something. That is just wrong. Because now you are not only like bridging a gap like further between you and the child's father, you are also, you know, bridging a gap between you and your child. Because when your child gets older and realizes that you kept them from their other parent, they're going to have a problem with it. They're going to be like, so wait a minute, this whole time, I just thought my dad didn't love me, and you got me away? Look at all those kids that hate their mother, but they're, like, really cool with their dad. Yeah, and it goes both ways, because you have that, too. You know, it's it's a double standard, and there are good fathers out there and a lot of deadbeat moms, so that can definitely definitely go both ways. But, like, don't be the bitter parent. Don't be the bitter parent. 
it's a, a lot of if a relationship it. ends, it doesn't mean that you can't be cordial with your um the the other parent, you know, for the premises of the child. You know, that child still needs both and and by all means, stop thinking that because you're not in a relationship with the the mother or the father that you can't be a good parent. Mm. That does, it has nothing to do with it, whether you're in the home. Of course, it's a double bonus if you stay together and you're in the home. But that does not mean, by no means, that your child will lack if you don't live in the home with your child. Okay? Because if you are physically prevalent in your child's life, they will not lack or miss that beat. And another thing is kids don't care about money. They don't really know the aspect of that, especially at a younger age. You know what I'm saying? It's about the time that the, that the parent is putting in. You know what I'm saying? They ain't going to talk about daddy's bank account and how what he put in and what he put out or, or what uh, money order was, was cash. No. But they can tell you all the times that daddy was there and daddy helped me tie my shoe and daddy helped me ride my bike and daddy took me trick-or-treating and daddy was at the doctor's office when I got my shots and daddy was there when I walked mm-hmm. across the stage. Like, they know that part. They do know that part. Because I definitely remember my father teaching me how to pump gas and cut grass. You see? Never forget that. Hello. that is so true so i definitely want you guys to figure out which type of black miserable or bitter you are but uh definitely separate that from your soul meditate pray on it uh we need to be bitter be better you just know let me tell you something being bitter and being mad is like drinking poison every day and expecting it to heal you shit is absurd it's insanity like, that's not going to heal you, okay? So there's no reason, like, shit happens, like, and I'm telling you the worst of shit happens. Get over it and let it go. Stop being so bitter. There's nothing to be bitter about. If you got the next day, if God grants you the next day to wake up, you got a whole brand new day to start over and do it again or do whatever you want. There's no need to be out here being bitter when you're granted a new day every day and you have the ability to start a new life. Let that shit go. Be great. Like I said, glow and grow. Love it. And let go and let God, all right? Like the Christians say, okay? Because half of y'all fake Christians anyway. <laughs> Ratchet News. Moving on to Ratchet News. The Christians decided they wanted to rebuke. So, yeah, shit's going on right now um, in Israel. Um, no peace in the Middle East. At Still all. no peace in the Middle East. No peace at all. There never will be. Especially not with Trump in office and Putin and all these... Crazy ass moments. Things going on. Right? <laughs> Tell me about it. Yeah. But in the US decided to move their embassy from Israel. I mean, excuse me, from Tel Aviv to Israel. I'm gonna have to do that over. Can we start over? Let's start over. Okay. This brings us to Ratchet News. So the US Embassy decided to move their shit. I just messed up. Okay, and this moves us to Ratchet News. The U.S. Embassy decided to move from Israel. God damn it. And this brings us to Ratchet News. The U.S. Embassy decided to move from Tel Aviv to Israel. Yes, yes, yes. No peace in the Middle East. But in the same transition, 6D, Palestine protesters on Gaza border the same day died. Mm-hmm. What's really crazy is on Monday, this is the 70th anniversary of Israel, founding day of the, that the Palestinians call Nakba, which means a day of catastrophe. Catastrophe. She's tongue-tied today. What's up? 
My co-host is tongue-tied today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so fucking, fucking educated and shit. This shit she is not working for me. She needs to loosen up that tongue. I know. I'm like, I need to just relax. Let it go. Yeah, and like, let it glow. See, that salsa had her. I know. That shit had me loose last week. And now I'm over here like, let me be together. Let me act right. She want it. Let me be peaceful. Right? She's trying to be all peaceful today. Y'all better tell her how to call that ratchet person. Where's ratchet ass Vicky Yes. You better tell her to tap into V. Extra. Tap into that ratchetness. I know, I know, I know. So yeah, what happened was <laughs> Stop, right? They blew niggas up. Sixty motherfucking people in Palestine. Like <laughs> no, Yeah, it's really, really crazy. What's really sad is that because we decided to move our embassy out of Israel, I mean out of Tel Aviv to Tel Aviv, Israel. Yes, yes. Now everyone decided to move. Well, not clearly everyone, but there were certain ones like Paraguay, mm-hmm. um, Romania. Um, who else was it? Uh, uh, the Czech Republic and Honduras were also thinking of making the move, preparing to make that great leap, as they called it in um, the press. And it's interesting to know that um, a lot of it has to deal with foreign trade. Mm. And um, the U.S. has their hands in all the countries that are named the U.S. And also, that's another thing that... Um, Israel was, um, Jerusalem, excuse me, Jerusalem was a big trade place for the U.S., um, and they do a lot of a lot of commerce and trade with them and through them, and the other countries I named do as well, and they are, um, do, do a lot of tr- trade with the U.S., so That's it's awesome. like, it's awesome, but then it just goes to show you that everything is about currency, it's about money, of course. like, you know, or, these wars are not for peace. For it's not for like it. It's it's for the sharks and and who's gonna get richer and who can get their hands on. It's about power and money. Don't ever confuse it. You know they do try to distract us with a lot of things, but this is definitely all about power and money and capitalism. Big bank take little bank. That's very true. And speaking of big bank take little bank, if I was gonna go to any type of gangster rally, I would bring Draymond Green. <laughs> that nigga's gangster. <laughs> Yo, he's a goon. I'm just saying, did you see how that nigga yoked that motherfucker Harden up last week? I he choked it. Harden so bad, he pushed... Yo, Harden felt that in his soul. Oh, my God. He was taking up for KD. There's been a lot going on with that in basketball. But um, guys taking up for their other um, Told you, I teammates. had a long week, so I can't give you any highlights of the game. No, I, I definitely watched catch. I didn't catch. I didn't. I didn't catch what? Your team no. is winning. I know. It definitely is, but I didn't catch one game. Yeah, because LeBron but... is definitely losing. Oh, I know. Well, you know that. I mean, thanks to social media, <laughs> you know, they'll keep you updated exactly. on everything. Like, I didn't have to watch the game because the way y'all give stats and y'all give scores, it's like, okay. You like, know I'm a fake commentator, but on. I actually don't talk about basketball anymore because I feel offended when every man decides that he tells me I need to go to the kitchen, i.e. my brother Dawu, that I need to be in the kitchen cooking every time I want to say basketball. you should know better, Says bro. Says don't talk basketball during playoffs because his nigga is losing. LeBron, uh, you mad? You know the girls definitely, you know we definitely do sports in this family, so you're wrong for that, bro. He's you can never tell us. I mean, like, and we do always. the kitchen too, so don't get it twisted. I don't and do the kitchen. Oh, yeah, we know you don't do the kitchen. I do sports, though. Okay, you do well. You do well. Thank you. Thank you. I told you, holla at me in football season. I'm not really a basketball In football season, you could actually do all those covers because I don't fuck with football. Holla at me for football I mean, I do. Like, I like the Patriots. It's just that I don't watch it. I banned watching football last year. Did you? If they going to sit there and not allow black people to take a 
me. I'm not watching this motherfucking football shit. This is true. Yeah. I'm on strike myself. Speaking of black people, we be going on strike for the dumbest shit. <laughs> Why y'all trying to go and strike at Starbucks? <laughs> like Starbucks is the one who told you you couldn't fucking be in it. No, it was the employee. It's a difference. I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> they be trying to go on strike everywhere. We need to be on strike. Like, um... no, you want to know why, though? Because the only way to make a powerful impact is if you hit their pockets. And Rosa Parks showed us that with the boycott, the bus boycott. Very true. It's not until you economically, you know, cripple a, a, an establishment where they don't feel it like you know you can protest march with your picket signs or you want in front of the establishment but if that cash register ringing up dollars you're not affecting their revenue it's not until you hit them in the pockets where it really hurts them and they want to come to the table and, and have a resolution so which is why i respect isaiah washington who had a day of no black people Back in September, it was a day with no black people, mm. right? And it was also in November, too. And we were supposed to not at all buy anything. It was a complete blackout. It was September 26th. We weren't supposed to buy absolutely nothing, not spend a damn dollar and yeah, not I even go to work. Yeah, the blackout. Yep. Yes. So if we're going to do something, do something like that. Like, I feel like a lot of times y'all be trying to cause these fucking, like, strikes and shit, and it don't be, like, coordinated the correct way. Because at the end of the day, y'all was y'all went was all against fucking H and M because they called our fucking children monkeys. But yet, all y'all motherfuckers still wearing H and M. I don't even buy that shit. You know, I'm radical. My thing is this: <laughs> I'm not a pacifist, and I'm a very radical thinker, and I'm a very radical person. And if you ever look over the history of any black people, you know that no great rebellion or no great victory came without bloodshed or vengeance. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I don't. I don't believe, I mean, I'm not saying I don't believe in peacefully protesting. Like, yeah, you can protest, but that's not going to bring about any type of change, okay? You show me one black person that has led a, a slave rebellion or a great rebellion without any bloodshed. Like, there's no, there has been no dramatic or drastic change in history without any type of bloodshed or, or rebellion or great um, chaotic or anarchic uprise. Like, that's so true. The revolution will not be televised, sure and that's won't. why I'm about to get my gun license, and y'all really out here looking pussy as fuck as black people. I'm going to revolt with the gangsters. I'm going to get with the niggas in the hood, because they're already shooting niggas in themselves. I'm just saying, and I'm going to teach them the better way. <laughs> don't let them, yeah, don't let them take away your second amendment, your right to bear arms. It's very please important. Please don't. Please don't. But the Met Gala was kind of crazy. That shit looked like the game fucking throws, uh, and fucking Khaleesi wasn't was. there. Where the hell was Beyonce? She dubbed the whole shit. She was drinking. She was drinking. She, she went was on, drinking. She was away with her man on vacation. I ain't even mad at sis. Like, you had a phenomenal year. You just pushed out them kids. Why you want to go show off for a bunch of motherfuckers that talk about you all year long and criticize you and your family? Bitch, go spend that billion dollars. Go that does sound good because at, they was looking like a whole hot mess anyway. Because I was trying to figure out if we was was Game of Thrones oh, season was wait, starting sis. last week or <laughs> if it's starting at the end of this year. I was a little fucking confused, so <laughs> I was like, "Cause I'm like, I don't understand." I'm like, "Okay, so where's Khaleesi? Because if we gonna do anything, why, where the queen at?" I just had an epiphany though. Just oh, so I just had an epiphany. I just went to the fucking Tiffany's. I right? think I need to go, go to, to Tiffany's. Tiffany's. Oh, sorry. There you go. She kill them. <laughs> lyrics every time I don't care the lyrics no but you know what I just thought about cause you know sis is super woke right now 
And she on her, like, you know, her whole Oshun and her whole African spirituality, power to the people, pro-blackness, you know? So, like, and, you know, it was the whole Catholic theme. And, you know, who's more evil than the Catholic church? So I don't think she's really with that whole thing. And she's making a stance, like, you know, I think she's really starting to get the idea of if it ain't pro-black, if it ain't for my people, I'm not promoting it. And she's not subjecting herself to it. So I think I kind of respect this on yielding Ooh, out this one. Okay. Yeah. You right. Holla at my Virgo, you see. Right. We loyal to the cause. The we loyal, okay? We loyal to the cause and we loyal to our people. Know that. Get you a Virgo. Get you a Virgo because Beyonce definitely had me questioning if I ever was going to watch them at Gala and she wasn't there. You know I only looked at the pictures just to see if Beyonce was there. <laughs> like, like, I love Rihanna, but I didn't even give a fuck about her whole Pope outfit because I was like... I mean, sis, it looked great, but like I couldn't understand why she looked like the black Solange, pope. Though, she looked sis. like the great black pope. Yes, yeah, she did. Yo, she really, <laughs> great she black really pope. did. She looked like the great black pope. I cannot. Solange I cannot. came through on her mama. Solange came. What? Wakanda. A lot of people were there looking like Wakanda. Did you realize that most of the black people, actually, the, like the men, didn't go in theme? They wore African tribal Oh, women? that's right. Yeah. They was all sleek and Especially uh, the guy from Black Panther. T'Challa. T'Challa. <laughs> they were like real T'Challa. sleek. They were real, real sleek. Um, it was super dope. It was so sexy and just Afrocentric like Afro and just yes. beautiful. And I definitely loved it. But you know what? Sarah Jessica Parker had to come over there with her sex in the city fucking disgrace self with her damn Illuminati outfit. I was like, this bitch about to be Girl, that outfit wasn't even Illuminati. That shit, you know what her outfit was? That shit, she literally looked like they took the awnings and the, 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 what you call it? The drapery and the actual... The actual figurines. She's got a drape on. <laughs> she, they took the actual drapery and the figurines right out of the Vatican. Okay, it made Sarah Jessica's outfit. Okay, because I swear I seen that same curtain hanging in the Vatican. You know they definitely did that because this bitch wanted to be separated from everybody else. Like I need to look better than everyone. Like, but you looked worse than everyone. She looked dead. She okay? did. Look, she is she, dead, sis. First they of all, dead. her makeup was atrocious. Ugh. Okay, I'll add let me. me tell you something. <laughs> You pale white women, stop wearing that smoky ass blue eye that y'all been wearing since 1970. Get Leave it that shit alone. That shit makes y'all look sick. And it, and it, you know what? It's y'all. It's always the schizophrenic white bitches, the bipolar white bitches that right. love that blue eyeshadow. Right. Stay away from white bitches in blue eyeshadow. They will put you <laughs> in a sunken place. Okay. They, they gonna put you in a sunken place, Chris Jenner. Stay away from them crazy bitches. I'm telling you, it's something about white bitches in blue eyeshadow. I'm telling you, I, I ain't know. never show me one bitch in history you seen. And you seen it with blue eyeshadow on that was good. Them bitches is crazy. You are so right because fucking what's that white lady name who's big? Monica, Mona, Munina, um, J- Jennifer McCarthy. No, the fucking white lady who be seen. Madonna. Oh, Madonna. Oh my you god. You said big, but I thought you was talking body wise. Oh right. no, I was actually talking about like bigger than any white person. Yeah. In this oh world. yeah, definitely. <laughs> Madonna. Like Madonna. Yeah, that bitch wears mad blue eyelashes. I mean, blue um, eyeshadow. And you know she's more schizo on bipolar She's than anybody. crazy. <laughs> she got like 10 black babies. You got to watch Madonna. She always sticking her tongue down people's throat on a award stage. You got to watch her. That nasty that tongue. Nasty. That, li- that tongue going? That lizard tongue. I just want to know where that tongue going. You know who else got a lizard tongue? Mm. Cardi B. 
Them lizzy tongues. Them lizzy tongue bitches just be pointing them shit. That down. pasty tongue. Why? With the white Let sauce. Let me tell you brush something. Out. Brush your tongue. <laughs> I'm sick of you. I'm sick of you out here with your little nasty, filthy tongue. Do you know 80% of bacteria and germs and bad breath comes off your tongue? Ooh. Brush your tongue. If you like stick your tongue out and your tongue is not rosy pink, it's nasty. Okay? Go brush. You should be. That's what I want to hear when you brushing your teeth in the morning. You better hear that. Because then I mean I'm, that you scrubbing that tongue. Yeah. Because that shit is nasty. Okay. And then if, if a nigga ever tried to kiss me or stick his tongue in my mouth and his tongue looked like that, I'll slap the shit out of him. That should look Go like brush a, your tongue. <laughs> that should look like a bacteria infection waiting to happen. But it is. <laughs> that shit is disgusting. And y'all wonder run, y'all, y'all run around with BV. Look at niggas, y'all let anybody stick their little dirty fingers in you. I hate dirty nails. Oh, like, me come too. on, bru- clean Don't your nails and, and brush your tongue. Okay, please. Was people. you a finger popping girl? No, I me wasn't. Either. I really didn't care <gasps> for really it. My no, babe, I really didn't. I'm sorry. I was never like that. I either. didn't care for that. That shit feels so gross. It didn't stimulate me in no way. No. And it did feel gross. Oh. Uh, like, you know. I just don't like people's fingers, and I just be trying to think where have their fingers been that whole day. Like, I, ooh. Now you, I mean, I'm with some clean hands. You could rub the outside, though. You know, the outside I, is fine. Don't cool touch my insides. <laughs> it wasn't until I was grown, and then I got some real grown loving, and they showed me what they was supposed like. They he knew where the spot was and what he was doing with his mouth. While he was fingering, so it was like, oh shit, that is okay. a different story, right? Mm-hmm. You know, but mm-hmm. when I was like, you know, you know how you start out the gate, the teenager, yes. oh, the finger popping. Uh, no, no was I so wasn't bad. here for this shit, no. nigga. Get your little dirty ass fingers, fingers out of here, nigga. We just came out the parking off the basketball court. You were okay. not about to stick your little dirty Talking ass teenage fingers. If you don't get that all the way from me, somebody dusty ass son, I'm tired of y'all. <laughs> oh, it's somebody dusty, dusty ass son trying to finger pop you with they dirty. Ass news. <laughs> Always. Always, sis. Just like them dirty ass niggas on that tranny list. I'm sorry, sis. I had to call it. Well, first of all, I see that I've been able to filter my life and my timeline because I didn't come across this list, so I didn't get all the reaction <laughs> from it. And I, yeah, I'm kind of glad, yo, because I, yo, I think 70% of my fucking Facebook is snoozed. I snoozed the fuck out of everybody on there because I just can't take it anymore. And I don't, I, you know, I love the people and I don't want to lose y'all, you know, but sometimes y'all just be too much for me. But what about, tell me, tell me more. Okay. So, this week, Long Island niggas got caught on the training list. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know Come about anybody on, else, <laughs> but I know she, about y'all. She it. Yeah, uh, uh. So, y'all was caught with a he, she, and mm. she actually documented that shit. She, who is it, he, documented that shit and put that shit on blast. So, mm. it's not funny because every woman in Long Island was so pressed to find out who was on that list, like, oh, I need to see if any of my niggas was on that list. I need to see, because I had a, like, a feeling about a nigga I used to fuck with. I'm going to be honest they with you, sis. They was pressed like burning downs on a Friday night, huh? They was pressed and parched. Let me put you on. Mm. Sis, if you yeah. are well, looking- him thirsty. Very. <laughs> if you are looking at any list, trying to find if your nigga or past niggas is on it, you should be in question. Why the hell is you looking on a tranny list to see if your past niggas is Ain't no uh, nigga I Because you want to know suspect. why, sis? Let me tell you something. Because these bitches had some type of action that happened to them with their men. And it gave them that thought like, damn, I think my nigga is gay. Okay? I'm telling you, these niggas be out here doing mad suspect shit. 
and then they bring that shit home, and they start, the, and the light bulb go off in the back of their mind, like, damn, he was kind of aggressive when he did that, or damn, like, you know, that's some shit you do to a nigga, or damn, like, you know, or like, when they tell you to squeeze your butt, she's like, nigga, first of all, I don't even work out, and my booty is fat, <laughs> this is all fat, this ain't muscle, why do you, my, like, whose booty is that tight, only men booties is tight like that, like, okay, <laughs> Okay. Shit like that, you know. Oh my God. <laughs> oh Seriously, my. sis, for real. Come on, you gotta check these niggas. They be out here asking for shit, like you know. I don't know, cause I ain't never deal with or, no such ass nigga. If a nigga acts sus to me, sis, I'm dubbing him. I'm like, you need to be my fucking girlfriend and not my fucking. Boyfriend. Or nigga be like sucking harder, like nigga, my jaw is feminine. What the like, fuck is you talking about? Exactly. What is, what is who is sucking anything harder? <laughs> you better enjoy these soft lips. If you say anything that make me think that you're gay, I'm dubbing you. I don't care. If you say anything like, can you put your finger in my butt? Can you lick my ass? <laughs> anything. I'm dubbing you. No, you It's can't. a rap for you. No, Let me tell you no, something. sis. No. I done deal with some hardcore ass niggas and ain't none of them niggas asked me to do that shit. I don't want to do it. No. <laughs> no. Them jail niggas be suspect. Yo, I one day asked my brother, it's a lot of gay shit that go on in jail. He was like, bro, if that shit go on in jail, niggas try to keep that shit under wraps. And I was like, ew. So it do be gay shit going yeah, on. Yeah, because niggas get killed for shit like that. You can't be around no straight niggas in jail trying to do no shit like that. Niggas will, niggas will really get at you for that in, in jail. But you know what? At the end of the day, I don't give a shit what nobody do. As long as you being safe out here and you ain't no fucking Decepticon, you ain't out here fooling nobody and lying to nobody, do what you do. Protect yourself. Okay, and be true to your partner and you, and and have fun. I don't care. I'm so done with you. Did you just call niggas a fucking cook? What did you Decepticon, call Decepticon? Yes, Isn't they that are. from fucking Transformers? Yes, it is. Yo, that is amazing. <laughs> That's what I your call jokes them. Are like really I call these amazing. niggas and these bitches Decepticons <laughs> out here. These motherfuckers be right. deceitful as hell. So I died like ten times, guys. I'm sorry. I hate, <laughs> I hate deceitful ass motherfuckers. Decepticons. Like y'all just, just I like deceitful. That. So I just call them Decepticons. Listen, ain't nobody more deceptive than a baby daddy during tax season. Mm. <laughs> or your fake-ass drug-dealing boyfriend who's going to level up this time with your tax money. Or ain't nothing faker than a bitch who's telling you she going to Miami to get her body done. Mm. I've been saving. I've been saving. Well, bitch, save for the rest of your life because in <laughs> about three to four years, you're going to need maintenance on that builder body. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and that shit's going to start falling apart. You know what? That's another segment. I'm a hot lad child another time. All right. Which brings us to Pro Black. <laughs> we definitely want to shout out to yes. Darian Francis. Francois, excuse me. Francois. Is a senior at International... High School of New Orleans. Okay. And he has been New accepted Orleans. to over 83 colleges. Dopeness, 83. Yeah, that's another, oh, I got to look up her name. Another black girl. She got accepted to over 100. And they, you know, they're mad about that. They said they're being selfish. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. Why? Fox, Fox News said that these kids are being selfish. They're not being selfish. They're being amazing and black. Exactly. Fox News suck a dick with your fucking racist ass. Bye. Yes. You don't exactly. even get airtime air on our segment. Bye. They'll try to... <laughs> you see that though? Shoot down the black greatness. Always try to shoot down the black greatness. Just because we great. You wanna know why? Because ain't no white Becky ain't get accepted to over 83 <laughs> schools and y'all mad as hell. Ain't no white Becky got accepted to over 100 schools mm -hmm. and y'all mad as hell. Talk so stay it. over there, okay, YT? Talk stay over it. there, young pasty. Stop being so mad. Let us be great without you. So not only has he been accepted to over 83 schools, 
He actually applied to approximately 100 schools, and he's been offered over $2 million in scholarships. scholarships. Nice. $2 million. Do y'all know I ain't getting no scholarship to go to school? Go, black boy, go. I just went, and I paid. And now the fucking lo- Sally Mae has been calling me every day. Mm. I'm actually about to get a lawsuit against them, because they don't know I know the law, and I found it. That, and they harass you. Yeah, you know it's against the law for them to harass you. Guys, yes. pay attention. There is a law that these creditors are not allowed to harass you. They cannot call you at work. They cannot call you at school. They cannot call you at certain times, and after dinner, after Sunday. more than Sunday, two times a day. More than two times a day. That's right. I'm letting you know, Sally Mae, I'm coming for that ass. You about to pay me. You know I can get over... $1,500 for each call that you when the National Education Department texted me, and it was like real ruthless. It was on some shit like basically like, yeah, you owe us type shit. I was like, well, damn, but you going to break my legs if I don't pay? <laughs> the fuck? Like, y'all going to pay you when still I still ain't going to get this money. And guess what? I'm deferring this shit until I can pay you. So... <sighs> They be mad. Yo, school loans be so fucking mad. They Y'all do. be so petty. Y'all shit is worse than a fucking baby daddy who ain't getting no pooms no more. <laughs> Y'all fucking worse than a baby mama who ain't getting no fucking action, who's single. Y'all worse. Y'all just bad. Y'all worse than a bitch who fucking man is locked up. Like, because you yes. know that bitch stressed because she can't get no dick. So, on this day, on May 17th, 1954, the mm-hmm. Supreme Court in Landmark, Brown, versus Board of Education yes. decided to declare segregation in public schools unconstitutional. Which is really cool about this is because I actually believe in segregation, which is weird. Um, I know a lot of people probably don't, but I actually yeah. want to write a book on what happened if we never were segregated. Because I actually, I mean, if we never were integrated, um, because I believe in segregation only because the whole entire time I was in high school, it was segregated. Like, if you go into a high school cafeteria and anywhere in New York City, that shit's segregated. Well, I don't believe in um, integration so much because it caused, um, it was a way to form a line of control. Exactly. And even in the, even in the segregation, we still were desegregated. Yes. Because they did the color lines, like, the zone mm, lines. That's right. This is for white people. This is for right. colored people. That's right. They were still zone lines. So we were still zone lined and still cut off from the access to all the things. So I, whether we got, you know. We, we got the bad books. We got the bad end of the stick. Like, I'm tired of that shit. You should have kept us. Seg- I, listen, I, I feel like if we would have been segregated still, we would have our own police. We have our own government. We would have our own banks. We definitely would have. We, we have we our did. own everything. You got to think about the Black Wall Street. We do. The first Wall Street. Which Black they Wall Street. Desecrated. Um, you have to think about the um, the civilization, not civilization, but the, the town of black people that Central Park used to be. You know, that used to be uh, all black neighborhood, Central Park. They bombed that park. Yeah. They bombed that area and drove those people out and took Central Park to build it to what it is today. So, you know, so you have these very um, rich, established black communities that were thriving, that they destroyed. Okay. Yeah. And then the integrations came along. And integration, like I said, I feel like was a big form of a way to control us and keep their foot on our necks and Look keep a close, close eye on us. You know, to make sure we're not rising above them. Exactly. Which is so sad. Like, because, like, we do all this work and think, like, it's going to help and we're going to be changed. And you, I seen us, I watched a segment in um, somebody's show and it was a black man who got pulled over to police and he was, like, a well-established black man. And he was, like, um, a lawyer and everything. And he was so mad because he didn't understand why the police pulled him over. They pulled him over and whooped that ass. Mm. Whooped that ass like it all did money. And he was, like, I'm a lawyer and I'm black and I'm educated and I have money and I'm da-da-da. And he was, like, you're still a fucking black man. 
You're still a nigga. So at the end of the day, this is exactly how they feel feel about you. So no matter yes. how much money you got, how educated you think you are, you are still a nigga in their eyes. And stop trying to always stand out to them. Mm-hmm. Why are you always trying to prove yourself Look, to them? Seek their approval. Fuck yeah. them. They don't mean shit. Build your own shit. Last time I said, literally on two shows ago, I said, take that shit. Stop waiting for your 40 acres yes. in a mule and take that shit. That's right. There makes no sense at all why we are not united. We are more segregated amongst each other than as a like at, in races. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? We are segregated amongst black people rather than us against white people. Because mm-hmm. it's mad white people would be trying to be amongst us. Well, that's also another hidden agenda and another thing that was perpetuated on us. And it was systemically From, taught to us yes. to hate and to divide it From us slavery. so we can never come together. Okay? Because the never. moment that we open our eyes and come together and we realize that we are the majority and that we do have the power that we have, especially the spending power economically that black people have. You know, we're the biggest consumers, but we're not the biggest owners. And that's a big problem. And you need, we need to start opening your eyes and realizing that we like to spend our money, but we won't spend our money to make our own families rich and wealthy or to make our own communities rich and wealthy. We're spending it and making their, making them wealthy while we can't even go get a loan from them. Nope. You know, so we need to really start opening our eyes and wake up and think about that. Also, speaking about being a business owner, um, pro black, I want to talk about Mary uh, Mary Kenner. Mary Kenner received five patents in her lifetime for household items, including y'all the sanitary napkin, and back then it was called the sanitary belt. Uh, maxi pads, of course. And she also created the bathroom tissue holder and also a back washer that mounted on the wall of the shower. And she also created the carrier attachment on the walkers for disabled people. She worked as a floor um she worked as a florist and she credits her father for all her creativity. Look at that. You see the difference you make mm-hmm. when you're prevalent what I say about the presence of a father. But um even in all her richness the biggest thing about Mary Kenner is that she said she didn't do it for the money and she didn't do it for the success. She did it to, um, she basically did it for the, and to make life easier for other people. So that, you know, when I, th- I said that uh, earlier uh, on my social profile, when your intentions and your heart is pure, you know, you will be blessed in life. So, like, she didn't do that for the success of the money, but it was the very things that, you know, household things that we needed that made her successful. And she was humble within it. You know what I'm saying? So, go ahead. Just be humble and be blessed. That's what it's all about. It definitely is about that. And just to, like, touch base on, like, some of the things that were implemented to separate us amongst each other, welfare and mass incarceration. Mm -hmm. If you haven't watched 13, please go watch it. The documentary. Yes, the 13th Amendment. Okay, and on to hyena. Hyena. I am hyena. Jennifer Salts, aka Barbecue Becky. All right, now if y'all don't know who Barbecue Becky is, y'all need to go Google this shit. Do your research. Follow the news. Y'all too like it's 2018. Stop waiting for us to tell you and go figure it out. I'm trying to tell you now in Oakland, California, this past week because. Two black people were barbecuing. Jennifer decided that she was going to call the police one them. Yeah, because it, it was a charcoal grill. Because it was a charcoal grill. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know what the fuck is the rules and regulations against barbecuing. But bitch, I'm using charcoal. So I don't care. Anyway, Jennifer, what makes it 10 times worse is they came back 
a few days later and had a motherfucking barbecue. A whole big barbecue. A whole barbecue. It wasn't a barbecue. It was a barbecue. It was a barbecue. Like all your grandmamas, your uncles, your uncles, your daddy daddies. And they was electric sliding on that ass and everything. But it was in honor of you with your racist bullshit. Exactly. So because of you, Jennifer, I am calling... The police on all white people, 2018. If you make me feel fucking threatened, I'm calling police on you. I don't give a fuck if you look at me weird, if you yell at me on the ILR, if you fucking push me by accident, bitch, if you bump me, I'm calling the police. I'm Definitely. letting you know I am frightened and I feel threatened. But what makes it worse is we think Barbecue Becky is actually a Stanford professor. Yeah, I know. You know what? As I was reading in the articles more, and I think I went through about a good three or four, so it turns out that she's basically uh, alumni, Stanford oh, University alumni. Okay. So she definitely did get her PhD in psychology at Stanford. Mm. But they're trying to disassociate themselves with her, and they said she hasn't been there in over a decade. I'm done. We they don't like, care that, because your name is still on her degree. <laughs> exactly. And you represented her at some point in time. So this means that you're you're fucking educating racist fucking white pasty looking bitches Pigs. like that jennifer sauce angry and if you look at her before and after picture you you look at her alumni picture she look all young and fresh and i bet you that shit well they said a decade ago well i'm telling you this bitch look like she aged in door gears okay <laughs> so this is how you you know and it don't you pay to be evil well. right it don't pay for y'all to be so evil y'all already not aging well you already a recessive gene okay <laughs> Just, you just, already in the Neanderthal. <laughs> you know what that means. You're a fucking barbarian. You don't have it in you. Like, you know, evil makes you ugly. You can't. Yeah, I got to stop being so evil. Maybe I wouldn't look so bad. Now, they look bad because they came out the cave, sis. Yeah, that too. <laughs> and they was fucking each other. But that's neither here nor there. Who's your hyena? You know what? I don't have a specific person I want a hyena, but I just want to hire hyena or liars. I have an avid hate for liars, like mm. a sheer disgust for liars. Don't we all? And it's no, because some people like lying. They should, they make a career out of that shit. But we'll look at some lawyers. But it's just like, oh, that's true. It's different. It, it, you have your white lies, you have all kind of lies, but it's just a flat out lie. The people that make up stories about people, the people that have ill intentions and are out here lying, trying mm. to sabotage other people's lives, Misery. the people that can look a person in the eye when a person is desperately seeking honesty and you can lie to them and not be truthful with them. You're like, I feel like, like I say all the time, you're a special kind of wicked. Like, I hate a liar. Like, be truthful. At the end of the day, the truth will only hurt once. A lie will always hurt. You know what I'm saying? Because you'll always remember how that person lied to you. You know, when you get the truth, you can move past this. Like, you feel kind of some kind of comfort in it. And, like, that shit hurt, but you can swallow it. Them lies, you can't swallow them lies. And then it, 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 it breeds mistrust. Like, lying is just, it just opens a door for more bad things to happen. Of Stop fucking lying out here. You said it, sis. And that is it for tonight. That is it for tonight, guys. We definitely want to appreciate you for tuning in. We yes. are on our third fucking episode. Uh, this episode was literally, we wanted to show a different light. It was more about like informing you and getting you like acclimated on like actually what's going on around you and also about silent hate. A yes. lot of times you guys 
put yourself in these circles and don't realize that you're surrounding yourself by silent hate. Yes. If people are not supporting you and uplifting you in everything you do, they shouldn't be in your circle. Yes. Also, Change know when circle. somebody is telling you something to help you and when somebody is telling you something to hurt you. Not everybody Ooh. got your best interests at heart, okay? So true. There's a difference between constructive criticism and pure hate. Hello. All right. Love, peace, and light. Don't forget to hit that heart, like, subscribe, and share. Bye. Peace out. And that ain't even the half of it. Take some sophistication, mix it with the ratchetness. Yeah, this that sophisticated ratchet shit. Yeah, this that sophisticated ratchet shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This that sophisticated ratchet shit.